Somebody asked, I think it was Dwight L. Moody, are you filled with the Holy Spirit? And he said, yes, I'm filled, but I leak. (laughs) (laughs) I have to keep going back for more. (laughs) And that's really what worship is. God promises in Joel 2.28 to pour out His Spirit on all humanity. Welcome to Global Outpouring, where we contend for that promised outpouring and we equip for that promised outpouring so that we will engage in that very outpouring. I'm Philip Buss. And I'm Sharon Buss. Welcome to the podcast today. We're so glad that you're with us. And we have with us some very, very dear friends of probably 30 years or more, Claren and Nancy McQueen. Claren is an amazing worship leader and musician, and Nancy's an amazing musician on the harp. and. Uh, We're going to talk today about walking through the door of worship into His presence. We're so glad you're with us today on this podcast. And before we get started, we'd like to invite you to go to our website, globaloutpouring.net, And be sure to check the events that we have coming up. Claren and Nancy are going to be with us when we go to Israel in November of 2023. And we want to make sure that you have an opportunity to come with us. It's going to be glorious. And there are other events that we have coming up. We have a School of the Supernatural Translation by Faith coming up in November this year, 2022, and uh, other things We just hope that you'll join us. And if you can't get here, some of these will be broadcast live on our YouTube channel, Global Outpouring YouTube channel, and our Global Outpouring Facebook page. So be sure to connect with us. There's a place to give us feedback. And you can also send us an email at feedback at globaloutpouring.org. So we want to welcome you, Claren and Nancy McQueen, with us on the Global Outpouring Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. It's such a blessing for us to be here. So exciting to be a part of what is, God is doing in these days. Amen. Amen. And, and we know that you all have been on the front lines of contending for the outpouring. And Claren, I'll, I'll never forget um, the day in our convention quite a few years ago that you gave us an understanding about the word outpouring. And I began to say, outpouring, that's what this is all about, outpouring. That's before we ever had the word to change our name to global outpouring. So can you just give us a piece of that? Yes. When Joel prophesies that in the last day, I'm going to pour out my spirit, that word in Hebrew is tishpoch. And if you shafach, if you pour out water, that is an outpouring that's bigger than Niagara. It's bigger than Niagara and Victoria put together. It's an outpouring that can't be contained. It's just a catapult of water thrown at us. So not something that we can hold in ourselves, but something that's going to be poured out on everyone. And then it's just our decision how we make use of that. Wow. Wow. Mm. What when you when you said Niagara Falls in in that meeting and Philip and I had lived in Niagara Falls, New York for a year and and we could we could hear the the falls 
yeah. thundering all night long. When there wasn't any traffic. Yeah, once the know, traffic once died down. Once the traffic died down, you could hear you the could falls. Just, wow. Constant. It's just constantly pouring and pouring and pouring. And and from then on, I was just going outpouring, outpouring, outpouring. It's all about outpouring. And that's really our heart. But outpouring, we're we're looking for that outpouring and we're looking for the kind of revival, outpouring, um, awakening, reformation that comes from the presence yes. of God showing up. You contend in intercession, but you also contend in worship. So tell us a little bit about what, what the Lord has showed you about that. We've, we've just had you for our Friday Night Live worship, and, and we'll put a, a link in the show notes to that so that folks that are listening can, can go and, and hear that message. But um, tell us a, a, just kind of some nuggets about, about this message that the Lord has given you. You know, I had a word that I didn't mention this on Friday night, but I had a word from a pastor in a very small congregation in Savannah several years ago. At the end of, we'd had a wonderful service and people have been prayed for and people had actually experienced, I believe, some healing right then, if I remember right. Just wonderful service. And then he delivers this word to me after the service. He said, I, I feel like the Lord is speaking to me. And he tells you, I want you to increase your worship. <laughs> and I was actually kind of offended at this word. <laughs> His life is full of worship. <laughs> you know, I, I thought first, I mean, really, if I'm honest, I really thought, here's this pastor of this small congregation, and who is he to... But, you mm. know, I put it before the Lord, and... The Lord really confirmed that's what I'm saying. Wow. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the Lord is that thunderous sound that reminds you of what Niagara was like. That's what the Lord is doing all the time. Yeah. Yes. This mm -hmm. is the last day. He's already doing it. Mm -hmm. You know, if you listen to reports from meetings that— like the meetings that Marilyn Hickey's having in Pakistan, the meetings that Daniel Kalinda's having all over Africa. Mm -hmm. There's just a tremendous outpouring that's happening all the time. It's true. Even reports that we've heard of Christians in the East that are saying, although you see what's happening under communism in Red China, you really don't see what's happening under communism because yes. the church is growing still faster than it ever grew even before communism was in control. Mm -hmm. God is on the move, but the thing that changes it for us is our response to that. Exactly. And when I went home with this word, I realized, I mean, you both know being in ministry, there's always more to do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. And we tend to, all of us, no matter what we do for a living, there's always more to do. There's more to do with your house. The lawn has to be taken care of. The weeds have to be pulled. Things that are constantly pulling on you. And I'm a person that likes to dot all my I's and cross all my T's. And so I when I really looked at it, I realized that I was doing a lot of those things, trying to get them done so that my spirit would be clear and then I could worship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But what the Lord was saying is, no, I want the first. That's right. Mm -hmm. Just like he says, I want the first fruits out of all that you are given. I want your tithe. 
But worship is even greater than tithe because it's not just something that we give him. It's he is who we are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Paul says, in him we have our being. In him we move. In him we live. Mm-hmm. So without him, Nothing. we're not living. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We think we are. Yeah. But we're, there's a great song out called Glorious Day that says, I was breathing but not alive. You know, it's so easy to be breathing but not alive. Mm -hmm. And so as I began to worship, and and this is, I really only had one point in that sermon on Friday night, and that was get in my presence. Let me talk to you. Let me change. You know, I I, want to live in Romans 12, 1 and 2. I want mm-hmm. to give myself as a living sacrifice because I need to get transformed. Right. And then I need to get transformed again, and mm-hmm. then I need to get transformed again. You know, right. Somebody asked, I think it was Dwight L. Moody, are you filled with the Holy Spirit? And he said, yes, I'm filled, but I leak. <laughs> <laughs> I have that's to keep true. going back for more. And that's really what worship is. Mm-hmm. It's not really about – it is about what we're doing for the Lord. Mm-hmm. But it, it's just like a marriage. You know, when you're in love with Philip, you want to give to Philip. And of course, Philip profits when you give to him, but you profit when you give to him. Very true. Mm-hmm. And then it happens vice versa. You know, when I got married, my dad said, son, you need to remember it's not everybody giving 100%. It's you're giving a whole lot more than 100% <laughs> all the time. But then you're going to get back more than 100%. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And this, what we're talking about, is a relationship like that, except for it's even different than that, and that he is our life. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, David said, all things come from you, Mm -hmm. and the gifts we give you, we only give you from things you gave us with your own hand. Right. Mm. So it makes us who we are. It reorients us. Every time we get into his presence, we're recalibrated. Yes. Mm. Very true. Very, very true. You know, we were talking about somebody the other day that uh, that was feeling depressed, and he had lost his wife, and, and uh, he's a, a wonderful musician. And, and I, I just felt like he would begin to be restored as he began to play again. And sure enough, that's what happened. He began to play, and, and all of the brokenness, all of the all of the pain, all of the sorrow, all of the grief began to lift because he was back in that place of worship where he's getting his life back. Hmm. You know, that's you just got to get your life back. Sometimes, sometimes people get depressed and and upset or or you know just uh, attacked. You know, really, we're being attacked in our minds by the by the enemy. And and the thing that fixes it is when we get back to praise and get back to worship and and get back to in everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Amen. I think especially now because we are it's very obvious that the difficulties in the world are increasing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And because the media is so good at covering everything that's happening and most of what they're covering they're seeing from the world's point of view. Right. So we're getting a very negativized version of what's happening. Mm-hmm. We're not going to hear about the people being healed 
right. in Uganda yeah. when Daniel Kalinda has a meeting there. Right. <laughs> We're not going to get all those good reports from the Lord over the internet or over certainly over televised media. And people are, everyone that we talk to as we travel, people are bogged down in that. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone, almost everyone, it's, it's hard not to talk about all the difficulty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you find, I don't know how to pray about this. You know, I've, I've gone to the Lord and said, Lord, you see this situation. Maybe it's a national situation or an international situation, but you see this, something needs to happen, but I don't even know what to pray. But, you know, if we don't know what to pray, we just need to look to him. Yeah. Right. We're not going to pray the right thing anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very true. And the more we look to him, then he's going to give us his vision in that circumstance. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be so different than what we would think or certainly what the media tells us to think mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because it will be that transforming influence of the Holy Spirit constantly renewing our mind. What does it mean to renew our mind? It means our thoughts have to change. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very true. And, and the renewing of your mind comes from primarily getting things from God's point of view. Right. Mm. When when we start to see things that line up with his word and we begin to think his word and 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 what what is the scripture that says uh, whatsoever things are lovely whatsoever things, things are, are pure. pure whatsoever things are honest whatsoever yeah. things are of good report yeah you know think on these things yeah if That's there be the any key. virtue if there be any praise yeah i have that written in my bible the key to a renewed mind that's that that scripture yeah. and then when yeah. you when you look at each one of those and study them I mean, there's a lot of homework there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's good homework. Yeah. It's life-changing homework. And what's the great thing about worship, for me anyway, I don't know if this happens to you, but you know, my, my lovely wife will tell me I am the person who, my basic makeup is very melancholy. And people kind of lift their eyebrows when I say that because I don't seem like a melancholy person, but that's because I've been so transformed. Glory to God. <laughs> And for me, often how that Philippians 4 scripture gets Mm -hmm. worked out, I have to worship first. Mm -hmm. And then as I worship, the Lord starts letting me see the circumstance, my own and others, in a different way. So I start seeing the things that are true and the things that are good report. You know, especially good report. He'll he'll remind me, well, look, yes, the problem's difficult here, but look what I've already done. Mm-hmm. And he starts outlining the good report of all. And, you know, I find myself writing down, well, yes, you've answered that prayer. Oh, and I didn't even notice that you answered that prayer too. Oh, my goodness, you've already done that, and I'd even see you doing it. And, mm-hmm. you know, then yeah. I'm able to pray in a different way because I see, well, he's already at work. Exactly. So what am I worried about? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I in in a podcast recently, I I was encouraging people to just uh, before you go to sleep tonight, tell your testimony to yourself. Yes, because when when you start telling what God has done for you, it 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 makes the it makes the darkness flee when you're when you're highlighting the light mm-hmm. of what God did. David says that in Psalm four. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't always see it in English translations. He says, I don't remember the verse in Psalm 4, but it's toward the end. He says, when you're lying on your bed at night, mm-hmm. 
meditate on what he is and what he's doing for you. But that word meditate actually in Hebrew is speak to your heart. Ooh. And then the verse right after that, after you speak to your heart and remind your heart of who you are and who the Lord is and what he's doing, then it says, Be shalom, in peace, I will both lie down and sleep. Wow. For you alone, Yehovah, and in that word Yehovah, we all know it's you who are now, you who always has been the same, you who will always be the same, you alone keep me, and the Hebrew word is betach, which is the word for trust, but it's also the word for being in comfort because I trust in what you're going to do. Wow. Mm. Being at peace because I'm assured there's a good report coming because my God, Yehovah, who always has been, who always will be, and who's with me right now here in this bed. Mm -hmm. You know, th this is the verse for everybody who has problems sleeping. Yeah. Speak to your heart. Do just what you said. Mm -hmm. Speak to your heart. Remind yourself of who your God is. Remind yourself of who you are. Mm -hmm. And then, Beshalom, you can not only lie down, but you can sleep. And then you can do what James says in James chapter 4, resist the devil. Mm -hmm. But, you know, before he says resist the devil, he says submit, therefore, yes. to God. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. when... It's when we're submitted. What does it mean to be submitted? It means I take my hands off the driving wheel. Mm -hmm. I recognize you're the person who's in charge anyway. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't have what it takes to get out of this particular problem. I don't have what it takes to mend all of Israel's problems and all the United States problems and the Eastern European, you know, all of the things that are going on. I don't have it, but you do. Mm-hmm. Mm. So with you in charge, as I submit to you, then when I draw near to you, which is what you're saying when you speak to your heart, we're drawing near to him. He draws near to us. Mm -hmm. And then we can both lie down and sleep. It's very mm. true. And we know all things work together for good. So yes. we know that he's got it. He does. Absolutely. Even if it doesn't look like it. We can trust. Doesn't, doesn't that word betach also have kind of the idea of attaching, attaching something? Um, I wouldn't know that directly right now. I'd have to look it up. Oh. But it certainly, it, you are, you're living in trust, uh, like the scripture in Isaiah says in Hebrew, trust in the Lord forever because he is a rock. Mm -hmm. So you're, you're going to be attached to that rock yeah. if you have anything going on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you're going to realize that's the only place to live. It's true. Yeah. It's true. And it's his presence that changes your life. So talk to us a little bit about this door idea. Just that for me, at least... Worship is the door into his presence. Hmm. I think because of what I said, I tend to want to get everything worked out. And then when I get it all worked out, then I can be at peace. Mm -hmm. And of course, we never get everything worked out. 
Very true. And especially, you know, I, I learned this living in Israel. Uh, I lived in Israel in the 80s and 90s, and that was the working out of numerous political things that were all not working. And we had buses blown up every day. My bus line was blown up. The uh, It would have been the bus that I was on just before I got on the bus. It, it was a very frightening time. Hmm. And uh, we had in Israel at that time, um, my Hebrew is not great. And certainly when you get up to the level of the news, I can't listen to the news in Hebrew and really know what I'm talking about. I kind of get bits and pieces. So there was an English broadcast of news for 15 minutes every morning at seven o'clock. So if I heard the news, it had to be first thing in the morning at seven o'clock. And I would pretty much religiously listen to that before I went to work at the embassy. The Christian embassy. The Christian embassy. And one morning I was listening to it, and it was yet again very difficult to hear. I think that day a school had been blown up mm. with many elementary school kids and just was horrific. And as I'm listening to it, I really felt the Holy Spirit speak to my heart and said, turn that off. And I, I was shocked. You know, I, I thought, all I'm doing is listening to the news. Don't you want me to know what's going on? <laughs> yeah. And he just said again, turn that off. And it was so forceful, the impression that I had, that I just flipped the switch and it was off. And then the Holy Spirit very kindly said, you are listening to the report of man who really doesn't know the situation anyway before you listen to my report. Mm. He said, you're not going to be able to live here like that and keep your peace. Mm. You have to listen to my report first. And so to me, when I began to worship, I just have to lay everything aside. You know, the writer of Hebrews says, let's cast aside every weight that so easily besets us. Mm -hmm. And then he says, including the sin. But sin is not the only weight. That's true. There are other weights that easily beset us. Mm -hmm. Like the cares of this life. Yeah. And so I, the door to me is first, I just, as I come to the table of the Lord, I just physically, sometimes I lift it off my shoulders and set it aside and say, these are terrible problems and they need to be fixed, but they'll be all right for the next hour while I worship you. Mm -hmm. And then I begin to worship, and then that's the door where he is free to, as I just begin to extol him, that's when he starts reminding me, look, I've already answered this prayer. Look at this that I've already answered. And quite often I'm singing when I worship, and I realize some of you listening to this are not singers, but you know you can make a joyful noise to the Lord. But even if you're not singing, just telling him, reminding yourself of who he is and telling him how much you love him, how grateful you are for what he's been doing. Even if you can't think of anything he's been doing, he has been at work. Mm-hmm. Because Scripture tells us he's been working all things together for your good because you love him and you're called according to his purpose. Mm-hmm. And all yes. things means all 
things. True. He's constantly at work with every circumstance that besets you. So you're free to worship him and thank him for all the things he's been doing that you see and all the things he's been doing that mm. you don't see. Mm-hmm. And then once you've stepped through that door, yes. then Romans 12, 1 and 2 starts to kick in. It does. He starts renewing your mind, mm-hmm. reminding you of who you are and who he is, and reminding, at least for me, reminding you of all the things that he's been doing that you didn't notice. Mm-hmm. Over and over again, this has happened to me. And I, you know, I can, it doesn't have to be a long time. Sometimes mm-hmm. I only have 15 or 20 minutes. And I would just counsel you who are listening, don't wait until the end of the day. Mm-hmm. That was a wonderful scripture that we read from Psalm 4 that you can lie down in peace. But, but that's an end of the day thing. But start out the day with him. Yes. I mean, why not get his report first? Mm-hmm. Why do you need to have the media report first? Really? You mm-hmm. want their report instead of the report of the Lord? I don't. No. You know, start out with the truth and then let him color everything else that happens in the day. Color what you do and color how you receive everything that's being done around you. It, it is a life. If you can get hold of this, it will change your life. Amen. Yeah, there's a scripture that it, that's in Psalm 63.1. Psalm of David, when he was in the wilderness of Judah, O God, thou art my God, early will I seek thee. My soul thirsteth for thee, my flesh longeth for thee, and a dry and thirsty land where no water is. Yes. And those who have been to Israel, you will realize that. Mm, it's a dry and thirsty land. Yeah. And when he wrote that, he was in the desert because he was running from a government that was trying to kill him. Mm-hmm. That was his only reason for being in the desert. So he mm-hmm. wasn't praying that prayer from a good spot. He was praying that prayer in a place where he had to be taking burdens off his shoulders that were heavy and saying, I'm going to you first. I'm going to get your report. I need your report. I can't depend on my own. That's true of us all. It's true. Yeah. You know, um, when you said a few minutes ago about climbing into the back seat, um, I, I've shared this story before, but um, it, it really, it's a picture of what you're seeing. When I was a child, I had this recurring nightmare. And in this nightmare, I was in the back seat of the car all by myself. And there's nobody in the driver's seat. And the car is rolling down this narrow, narrow path, and there's water on both sides. It's it's a, it's not a paved road. It's you know it's the kind where it's just um, grass on on each side and a little bit of grass down the middle. You know, and I didn't even get it for years that it was a straight and narrow path. Oh, and. But I was I would be so freaked out because there's nobody in the driver's seat and I would I would wake up all panicked and and uh, upset and and years later it, it dawned on me duh I'm supposed to be in the back seat and the Lord's right. supposed to be in the front seat duh and it's a straight and narrow path it's just and sometimes it just, you don't see him yeah in the circumstance and you, you know. don't and and uh-huh. and that's that's the reason why it's so critical that the first thing that we do starting out the day is connecting with him and getting that awareness of his presence and getting that yes. that connection with him by just loving him and worshiping him and 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 letting him love you 
Uh, I remember the last the last podcast we did with you probably a year ago, maybe a little more than a year ago, um, where we we you talked about the, the the word of the Lord for the day was uh, how very much I love you. Yes. And and that went with me for a long time. I kept I kept I kept saying, "Yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> I'll take that." Yeah, quite often at the end of the day, I'll ask the Lord, "What do you want me to remember from this day?" Mm. You know, what what would you like me not to forget that was good and what did I do that I could have done better that you want me to remember? And often when I ask that, he says, son, the most important thing is how much I love you. Mm-hmm. That's really what I want you to remember from this day. Yeah. Wow. Over yeah. and over again, he said that. Wow. Mm. And, and that's the critical part because it's all about him being connected to us. Yeah. Jesus came to pay the penalty so that we could be reconnected to Father. Yeah, you know, we can, even with things of faith, we can get caught up on how much scripture we've memorized Mm -hmm. or the truths that we know or teachers that we've heard. But, you know, all of that is really about relationship. Yes. If we didn't, you know, most of the disciples didn't really have a scripture that they could go to. You mm-hmm. couldn't afford to have your own scripture. Yeah, mm-hmm. Your own Torah. <laughs> they had what they'd memorized. That's why yeah. often when they quote scriptures from what we would call the Old Testament, what what is the Tanakh, they quote them and they're slightly changed in wording. It's because they're not looking at a Torah. They're doing it from their heart. It's embedded in them. Mm-hmm. But... They were dealing with relationship. Mm-hmm. That was their life because they didn't have a book that they could carry around. And where was that? Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> which part of Paul's last letter to Timothy was it? They couldn't do that. <laughs> but they had it memorized. They had the important things memorized in their heart. And they just knew who their Redeemer was mm-hmm. and that he knew where they lived. Yeah. You know my rising up, you know my lying down. It was, and it, that's really where we need to live. We need to live in, if some government or some power or whatever took away everything that I have, took away all those wonderful recordings that we're making of Christian music and, and all the different versions of the Bible and all the apps that you have on your phone and all that stuff, where would I be? Mm-hmm we'd really be all in the same place because we'd have the same relationship that's going to go on forever and ever. Mm-hmm. The apps are going to end and all the printed Bibles, there's going to be a time when we don't have those because we don't need them because we got him. Mm-hmm. So that's really where we are. Yeah. And we need to constantly, I think I need to constantly remind myself because I, you know, I, I speak, so I want to know as much of the word as I can. I, mm-hmm. I want to be as well read as I can be. But it's really not about even being well read or or having background. Or it's about how are things with you and Yeshua? Mm-hmm. How are things mm-hmm. with you and the Father? Are you close? Yeah. Are you can if He whispers, do you recognize that's Him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think this is a good time for you to pray for our listeners, right along those lines. Lord, even as we're talking in this room, we feel your presence. 
And we know it's because you tell us in Isaiah 30 that you long to be gracious to us. And you say, how blessed are those who long for me. So I just pray over each and every one of you that are listening to this podcast. Maybe you're listening to it again. I just pray, Lord, tishpoch alenu et haruach shocha. Just pour out that Niagara Falls of your spirit. Lord, each of us, we're here in this room, and each of these precious people listening to the podcast, we're here talking about you because we long for you. Yes. We want more yes. of you. Yes, Lord. Lord, that part that we understand and all that we can't understand this side of eternity. And we just say, Tish poch alenu et hakol. Everything that you have, Lord, pour it out. Pour it out, just like those falls that never stop. Mm-hmm. If we're looking at them, they're right there. If we're not looking at them, they're right there, pouring out. Even if we traveled thousands of miles away, they'd still be pouring out. Mm -hmm. And that's what you're doing with your spirit right now. So, Lord, we just open up ourselves, all of us, right now to your presence, and we say, yes, everything that you have, we want it. Lord, we do just what Paul asked us to do. We present ourselves as a living sacrifice. That's our spiritual service of worship. And we do that and we say, Lord, come and transform us. Yes. Mm. We're choosing not to be conformed to this world, but to be transformed by the renewing of our mind so that you can prove to us and we can be the living proof how good your will is. Yes, Lord. And how perfect it is and how it is perfecting us, causing us to become all that you created us to be. Yes, Lord. And we thank you for doing that, Lord. We thank you, Yeshua. We thank you, Father God, and you, precious Holy Spirit of the living God. We thank you for all that you're doing, all that we see and all that we will see. Yes. Yes, Lord. B'shem Yeshua, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, thank you so much, Claire and Nancy, for being with us today. And we'd like to invite you back to talk with us about the Jerusalem Summons 2023 tour to Israel, because uh, that's going to be another life-changing event. So um, we're just going to encourage everyone to tune in to that podcast as well, because it's going to be glorious. I think you've gotten a taste of the kind of, of depth of the word and depth of experience in Israel that Claren has, and and uh, there Nancy's Nancy's lived there too, yes, and met Claren there. Yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> how convenient! Yeah. <laughs> it was a God thing. <laughs> it was a God thing. So um, we look forward to having you with us again. So thank you so much. God bless you. If you enjoyed today's podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your review helps the podcasting platform suggest this podcast to other listeners who are also looking for a great move of the Holy Spirit. 
check out our website at globaloutpouring.org to find out more information, read our blogs, connect with us, and donate. You can also browse our web store for life-changing anointed books. Until next time, this is Sharon Buss. And I'm Philip Buss. God bless you with His overwhelming, loving presence.